money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That's great, because this is the show where you, Rebecca, and I, Dave, me, Dave, I, Dave, me, Dave, I, Dave, it doesn't matter. You're the grammar. I'm I'm not homeschooling this morning, so. We talk money. We talk money Uh, this morning. So we welcome you to the show. We're so glad that you're here Um, in this season. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you for joining us all the way through. We've been uh, obviously focused on our new new uh, experience together and yet uh, and that's really the top of our of our show today is, is as we navigate the the changes as we navigate the the what we're calling the new norm although that that would be a catchphrase that is all over the place we thought let's do a show where Dave and Reb talk about the new norm, where we talk about the new norm in our finances. And for some of us, that's changed dramatically. For some of us, it hasn't changed at all. For, for some of us, there's been new opportunities. And so there, you know, it looks different, but from a, a dollars and cents standpoint, doesn't really Hey, it doesn't really matter. Um, so, so we thought, okay, we're gonna we're gonna pick up on that phrase this morning. And wouldn't you know it, the new norm. I know it's I I. You didn't say where to get the podcast and all that. Did you say that? Well, Have I missed you know, something? Is that the new norm? I I don't know. We're not changing the podcast, are we? Oh, so some things don't change <laughs> in the new norm. Oh, Dave. Okay. <laughs> Fine. You can go listen to our podcast, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, and our friends at notmine.ca um, are also having our podcast there and any podcasting platform. We have YouTube uh, channel that you can find us on and hear the radio shows. YouTube, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes. Right. And then we have a Facebook Live this morning at 10. And Eastern Standard Time. Right. And we're doing that um, during this season. Mm-hmm. As long as you guys want us there, we're going to be there answering questions live that you send us. Mm-hmm. So, um, But we actually are talking about the new normal. Everybody's heard this catchphrase. I actually, fr- uh, there's an article from Yahoo News. Um, Xavier David writes, it's um, already a, a range of big and small businesses around the country are actively implementing the post-lockdown new normal. It's become a catchphrase that has defined public discourse since COVID-19 upended societal norms and brought the global economy to its knees. And it's also a dynamic consumers will be forced to navigate in the near term. So so I want to start by saying um, we have been here before. As, as a histor- history, as a culture, as a society, World War One, World War Two were massive n- kind of resets, right? They're different. Okay. okay? It's di- They're yes, different. different. And, and there's part of me when, when we read these things, we kind of go, oh, man, uh, I want to speak hope into this to say, you know what, as, as a human being and, and as a, a community together, um, 
we we can navigate this. Like we can get through this. It is going to look different. And we know that it's human nature. We kind of love our comfort stuff, the stuff that's comfort comfortable to us, even when it's self-destructive. Well, <laughs> and, and there's that, like, do we want to return to the normal? Like, oh, someone said to me this week, oh, well, it won't be long before we return to normal, before you know it. And, and um, we're going to talk about that in a minute because in our household, I, there are some things that have happened since the lockdown that I really liked and I don't want to go back. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. But the title of actually what we named the show today is Creating Your New Normal. You are, it, you, yes, COVID's out there. Yes, your job may have been affected. Yes, um, you have mortgage payments and all of those things you still have. But we want to encourage you to be intentional today about thinking through what it's going to look like. Now, we know in scripture, um, I'm going to read from Isaiah 45 in a minute, but I'm drawn to a scripture we talked about at the beginning of COVID on this show. And that was in James uh, 4, I believe. It, you know, it's you guys talk about uh, tomorrow I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do business here. And God says that such boasting is evil and that we should really say if the Lord wills. Mm-hmm. So while we talk about creating a new normal or intentional decision-making or planning some thoughtfulness towards where you're mm-hmm. at and where you might be heading, we also know we need to say as the Lord wills mm-hmm. because we know that nothing is certain. We don't know if you... And I think we have the experience of that a little bit more, that it becomes a little more real when we've we've journeyed through this pandemic and we are journeying through the pandemic and we're going, wait a minute... Like, and I've, I've experienced this so many different ways and so many different times over the last months that the things that, that I took for granted, all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, wait, I can't, you know, simple thing like just running to the hardware store to pick up something on a Saturday morning. Ah, you know what? Now I have to think ahead and, and, you know, for a big season there, I had to call ahead Uh, for a little season there. I couldn't even get into the hardware store. So, you know, those changes, what becomes the new norm? Uh, I know we've talked about grocery shopping, you know, that instantaneously changed to, you know what? I think we're going to go maybe once every two weeks. Yes, it'll be a big buy. Right. So I do it every two weeks and it's actually changed our grocery bill and it's, Lots of people are telling that me mm-hmm. it's more because they're cooking more at home. Mm-hmm. But for us, we're not having as many people in our home. Not all my kids are coming home. Mm-hmm. So we're feeding people less and it's less. We've been spending less on groceries, which is interesting. But before we get too far <laughs> ahead, I, it's not Isaiah 45, it's Isaiah 43. And I love these verses. So, um, of course, there's lots of great verses in scripture. I am the Lord, your holy one, the creator of Israel, your king. That was verse 15, 16. Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. That's a reference to what happened in Egypt when the Mm -hmm. Egyptians died in the sea. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Mm-hmm. I love that last verse. You know, we do look back. We do learn from the past. Paul says, you know, there are things that are good to learn from the past, to get healed from our past. But um, in this context, we want to look ahead. We, we may not return to what we loved because what we loved may not have been good for us. 
actually. So this whole resetting, if we take these verses, um, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now you may be expecting, well, okay, that's God's promise that everything is going to be peachy and rosy financially for you. Well, you know what? We've learned in our journey over the last 15 years for sure that it's not always playing out that way. Yeah, I think one of my favorite sayings to you when when we get discouraged is, God is not interested in our comfort, right? No. Uh, because yeah. I am desperately interested in my own comfort <laughs> and, and, and making a comfortable place for you, my wife. But but recognizing that, you know what, God really isn't interested in, in, in our comfort. Now, that doesn't mean that he ca- doesn't care about us, obviously. It, it, and that doesn't mean he doesn't want us at peace or at rest. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, because we can co- find those things. But when we talk about comfort and ease, we often talk about it at the office and in our coaching, where often one of our goals and orientations is for comfort and ease. So I'm, I've am i spent years mindful of vacations and like, if I, if I can just get to that vacation, I'll get the rest I need. When God is actually inviting us to that Sabbath rest in him every day. Mm-hmm. And that's what's been uh, fabulous, because I think some people are finding it mm-hmm. in the midst of all of this turmoil we we have we don't have anywhere to go except him and i love that he is uh, asking us to come to to him again so we're going to we're going to have a little bit of a challenge here in, in the sense that when we're talking about the new norm um and that 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 phrase if you will um it's during times of crisis it's during times of uncertainty it's during times of fear that that they, in a sense, the important things become the important things. That, um, you know, in, in times of, of uncertainty and fear, we shrink down to the core things that, that really matter. Uh, I mean, that's just, in a sense, human nature, but that's also what, what uh, events like the pandemic, sh- they, they squeeze us down into the, the, the things that just really matter, the essential services. Uh, as we saw, you know, kind of nationally, we saw that even our economy was shrunk down for a period of time to these essential services. Why? Needed to be done um, to, to really protect the global people. Okay, we, we're not going to have a discussion on whether that's right or wrong, but that's what happens when we enter this um, times of fear or times of crisis crisis, the essential services and the essential things in our life. And today I want to you know, touch on that the principles, when it comes to finances, the principles are still the same. Whenever we, however we navigate through this, we may have had to give up our Tim Hortons or our, or our Starbucks for a period of time simply because we couldn't get them. Um, but the we did all right. We survived it. Those things are great, and there's nothing wrong with those things, but they're not essential. And so when we look at the principles, financial principles, there's a few that we can go to that, are, that, are, that, that we want to focus in on. And if you're going, okay, how do we, what is the new norm? Let's build the new norm on some, some of the solid principles that we read in Scripture around finances. And, and one of them translated into normal languages, 
We got to live on less than we make. But even before we go to those practical things, I mm-hmm. if you're not if you're a listener that's not used to praying about your finances or taking it to the Lord, I think I think this new norm, like what's going to happen, we don't know enough and mm-hmm. talking to God about it and listening to him Building. Well, maybe that's one of the things. I mean, certainly that we are learning during during true, this time. True. That I think, I'll, uh, and and maybe this is antidotically, and and we'll get some feedback from you, the listener. But I certainly know that we've looked at our finances significantly more. We've prayed about our finances more, and and we're not. We've been blessed in the sense that 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 the the financial impact on our daily lives wasn't severe and isn't severe no i mean but like not at this point mm-hmm. and lord willing mm-hmm. as we uh had further down this road we're we're hoping the same but thing we've but we've had to make changes but and, we've and, had to make changes you know learning to yes. pray to the and, and ask the lord Lord, are we going to make every spending decision a spiritual one? Yeah. Again, this is a principle that we've talked about on this podcast so many times is, is, um, you know, let's make every spending decision a spiritual one. What does that mean? It simply means recognizing that God is the source in good times and in bad. Mm-hmm. And God has, uh, has wisdom and knowledge that he wants to pour into us. And he does. He expects us to ask. And so for some of us, that's part of the new norm is right. I've made every spending decision a spiritual one. I've been praying about, Lord, how do we spend the, the money we have? Because when I do the math, it, it wasn't adding up before, but it's really not adding up now. Or maybe the opposites happened and there's been opportunities and you're like, okay, Lord, somehow I've been really blessed through this season. So my question to you is now, how, how do I manage the resources that we have available? We've never been here before. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we do with that? Mm-hmm. The principle on both sides of that is still, I'm going to make every spending decision a spiritual one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to recognize that all of the resources that, that are placed in my possession that those have their source in God. And so God knows how he wants to use them. I mean, the other principle just comes from Matthew. And again, we've said that so many times. Seek the Lord first. Seek first the Lord and then his righteousness. And then you don't need to worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to wear or what you're... The Lord knows you need these things. I know. Th- I mean, talk about a verse that's practical, but and, and I can hear everybody's mind racing. That hasn't changed. I know, but if you are used to trusting your bank account and your own ability to provide for yourself, this is the new shift in the norm. This is the new that norm. If you are a professing Christ follower and you are, when you read that verse, it raises some red flags in you. You go take it to the Lord. I mean, we've had to on our journey. And the seasons that we, we haven't had income and we were starting more than enough and all of those I things. Mean, I spent so many times reading through through um, the Psalms where it says, you know, don't put your trust in horses. Don't put your trust in chariots. Put your trust in the Lord. And not really having context for that until I went through a period where there were no horses and there were no chariots. Uh, metaphorically speaking right and going oh my goodness this is something that i have read and knew and memorized but when you i know experienced, it in your, you when know, I experienced yeah. it, it 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 just changed it became the new norm uh and so we say okay the new norm is now 
I, I, even when there are horses and chariots, even when there is more than I need, I'm still making every spending decision a spiritual one. And, s- and it, we're just telling you this is a journey, and you mm-hmm. may be starting the journey of re- deep relationship, deep understanding that as you seek his kingdom first and his righteousness, he will provide for you. It might not be the way you want it. I will tell you, it, mm-hmm. it probably won't. Mm-hmm. It, you know, sometimes he grants but it. As we seek his face, our, as we seek him, our hearts line up with him. And so y- you're absolutely yeah. right, Reb. You know, it's like at the that's the journey is lining up my heart, my desires, my wants, my stuff that I can see I have access to and, and lining that up with God and saying, okay, wait a minute, seek first the Lord and then his righteousness. But I'm just speaking from experience so that when you're praying for something and you're thinking it's going to come, you know, a certain way and certain timing and you know, I this is a small, maybe a silly example. I remember years ago when I was trying to find care, daycare, not mm-hmm. daycare, but care, um, so that we could have a women's Bible study. And every week I'd, I'd call people, and every week I'd have it. And one day I said, I was just so frustrated. I said, we just don't have the caregivers. Like, I just want a caregiver every week that I don't have to call. They know they're coming. And, and like, why isn't God providing this? And then Dave says to me, well, isn't he providing? For you, I'm like, well, yeah, but I, yeah, you have to chase it down every week, but don't you always have somebody? Well, yeah, well, that's his way of providing. He is just because it's not looking like you want it to. And I'm just, I just want to, I was really good that that was a really good comment. I, but it's no different with our finances. We think it's going to look a certain way and it, it, it doesn't quite look the way it has in the past. And if God has come through for you, once in the past a certain way it it's like it's like that verse says you know do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old behold i will do a new thing and i think this is his word to us in this mm-hmm. season even this day at the end of may you know what i am behold i am doing a new thing just look and you will see it springing forth in this wilderness i am going to make a road for you and um, I'm going to give you a river in the desert to drink from. I mean, he wants us coming to him more than he wants us to have pleasure or money or to pay our mortgage. Mm-hmm. He wants our hearts more than he wants anything else. And he is willing to say, I'm going to provide for you. Yes, it feels like a desert. But look, look at the water trickling out of that rock. Go drink from it. And we want well, wine and, missing, and a fee- you know, the obvious. It's a road. Right, like he's making a road in and going. Wait a minute, that's that's even provision for for God for us to be able to travel in in a sense and and navigate. Like that's when you read those two verses, I was like, you know, the Lord's so immensely practical. You know, <laughs> like He makes a road for us in the wilderness where there is no road. Right. He makes and, water for us where there is no water, and and we're going. What did you know? What did the Israelites? You know, you looking at that. What did they need? Well, they needed a path to get from where they were to the promised land. You know, they were on a journey from point A to point B, mm-hmm. and they needed provision for sustenance along the way. And again, doesn't mention manna in there, but we know that the Lord supplied manna. And so what does he do? He provides a road for them. He provides water for them. He provides food for them 
all along the way. Were they comfortable? I don't think they got enjoyed manna all that much. No, and I mean, obviously that maybe wasn't the intended destination, but, you know, they found themselves where they found themselves. And right now, today, you're finding yourself where you are, and you just start from there. Mm-hmm. But I think God wants us to start to see something that we're not seeing, and that is a road where there is no road and a river where we haven't seen one before. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? if we have eyes to see and ears to hear. So we can start asking in this new normal, I'm using quotes, you guys can't see it, but I've got quotes in the air, you know, the new normal. Everyone's talking about it because it's a cliche, you know, are, are, are we going to be going to restaurants? Are we going to movie theaters? You know, I, I, heard, I don't know if this is accurate, but I did hear from somewhere that BC wasn't going to open it past 50 people. 50 people could be meet, but no more than that till there's a vaccine. I don't, I don't know if that's right, but right now we certainly aren't meeting 50 people strong and that right now is our normal. So how do we operate? How do we operate in our finances? You know, come to the Lord, start, start digging into him. Like I, we just can't encourage you enough to do that. But then on the practical note, you know, in the minutes that we have left, you know, have some intentional discussions with your spouse, with your family, you know, maybe you've been doing some kids activities and you just know, really, it's not going to be in the realm of your finances. And mm. let's get honest. You know, during World War One and World War Two, people were rationed mm-hmm. and it just wasn't a thing. Some things just became obsolete. And sometimes we have to make decisions as a family for our financial well-being and even our relational well-being that maybe all the activities we're running to isn't really a healthy choice. And we have to have those discussions. I'm not saying that's true for you. I know we are having some of those discussions in our home. What is it going to look like? What will September look like? Um, you know, I'm homeschooling Serena. Is Do I bring Serena home again? We've been a homeschooling family for all these years. She's been in school. We're absolutely loving it. But what does that mean? What does that mean for me and more than enough? Like all of those, that those are real questions on my mind. What does it look like for me? And I think there's some of that happening for you folks who are listening. So on a practical encouragement, um, we really, uh, I, if, I, if I can stress it or encourage it, uh, in the next, I'm going to say 60 days, in the next 60 days, we, Reb and I together really want to encourage you to sit down as a family and, and talk about this idea of what is the new norm for our family. And you may have to have two meetings. You may have to have one with just you and your spouse and saying, listen, we need to kind of think through this stuff. And what are the, the good things that have happened over the last number of months in our family? What are the things that we want to pick up again? What are the things that we don't want to pick up again? Again, are we going to assume that when September hits, you know, the schools are all going to start and the dance classes and the hockey and all of that's going to start up again? Or will that look different? We don't know that quite yet. But let's start by having the discussion. Take a half an hour with your family. Sit down and and, oh, just and what have you loved? What Maybe there's nothing some, you've loved. Maybe there's nothing you've loved. I have loved being with my kids, and I have come to the realization that I work away from them far too much. I've loved beating my son at Othello <laughs> again and again and again. Okay, we could put that on the list. But I literally wrote down in our notes for today. Put have a have just put down ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and literally write down those ideas. Love Othello. Love game times. Love our movie nights where we eat pizza. All the things you love. Or, you know, and I'm just throwing my own things in there that you love. And so, and you think, what can we keep that's going forward? Well, our kids miss dance. No, we're, 
I mean, we're not going to take dance lessons, but out out from underneath them if if we're able to, you know, keep doing it. But we put that on the table. You know, some ideas you throw out. You think, oh no, that's not going to stay. That's not practical at all for the new for where we're heading. And and you know what? We've got to be adaptable. And that's I hate. And I, and I want to encourage you as parents. I'm speaking to the parents now. You know, ask some questions, but then sit and and listen to the kids and what they're seeing. Again, they have a different perspective mm-hmm. of this whole event, um, and and they 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 may surprise you. In fact, I I'm certain that there's going to be some great surprises to say. These are the things that that we've enjoyed. Um, these are the things that um, you know. I personally, I know one of the is. is I've enjoyed the working from home more. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed being able to walk out of the room, you know, come in the house and get a quick hug from all of my kids and, and really anytime I want. Um, and that's been one of the joys for me to be able during this season. And I'm like, hmm, how do I get more of that? Oh, you know what? I, I need to even whatever the new norm begins to look like, I'm going to make sure that I intentionally am creating an environment where I can get those hugs because I love them and I think my kids love right. them. Right, and so now in our discussions on our walks some mornings, we're talking about, well, what does that look like? I know some of the articles I read about the new norm, you know, offices are asking, you know, are we going to keep our offices? Are we going to keep the 7,000 member building? Or are we going to have some of our workers just work from home? The overhead would be less. Like there's some of these things that I'm sure businesses are talking about. And some of these things are going to be forced because there is going to be a period of economic recovery. Yes. And so, you know, again, there are going to be decisions that are made based strictly on finances. We just don't have the money for that. We did before. We don't now. And 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 that's that's a hard reality, right? uh, That that is a hard reality. The kids say, hey, we want to go camping. And this is in our family. Like the kids, you know, we want to go camping like we did last summer. Well, we actually don't have the resources to do that. Right. Even if the campgrounds are open, uh, you know, and, and we're able to do it. And so many, I mean, we have story after story, and so do you. You know how you've shifted in this season, but we want to encourage you to keep asking yourselves, what can it look like? And with the Lord's help and your family's help, you write down those ideas. And if you find that you need further help and need accountability, reach out to someone, reach out to your pastor, to your uh, small group, reach out to us at More Than Enough, because we'd be happy to answer questions, financial questions about Mm -hmm. you just maybe need a sounding board. It's an important piece to have someone to talk to, I believe, about um, how your family life is going to be going forward through this season. And it's going to need us to be adaptable and changeable because I don't think we can put a stick in the mud and say this is because it's really mud. The mud's going to sink. And we do have to adjust things as we go and have those open conversations with our families. So that's what we want to encourage you in today, that God's doing a new thing and he's got a a road in the wilderness for you and a river in the desert. And so, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you that we can trust that uh, that you are doing the work that, that we can't even see. Uh, but, Lord, again, that as we approach you and as we come together individually as families and as communities, that you'd give us ears to hear what you're saying, that you'd give us eyes to see what you're doing. You'd give us hands to, to reach out and, and actually do the action that, that you've ordained. And, Lord, as, as we do that, we know that your kingdom will be advanced. And so we thank you for that, Lord, and we give you glory and honor in Christ's name.
All right, Reb. Well, we'll be back to talk money. Well, we've got, uh, we do want to give the, uh, a whole bunch of kind of details. So not mine.ca, chri.ca, more than enough.ca. And Q&A, Q&A. at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook. More than enough financial Facebook page. Facebook page. We're and, there in half an hour. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.